For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick, and it's time for this week's One Last Thing with co host Slava Cooperstein. Slava, how are you doing? Doing well, Ken. Another another win. Another heartbreaking injury. Uh, so goes the life of a Ravens fan. Yeah, it's uh, if it were, you know, it, it, it's terrible injury. We're going to get into that in a moment in terms of of you know what it means for the Ravens. Obviously, it, it really harmful for twenty three, but also could be bad for twenty four as well. And unfortunately, it's not the only one. You know, it, Ronnie Stanley, although practicing again today, was was. Uh, uh, you know, left the game. Moses left the game. So the Ravens have some things to deal with injury-wise. Um, I think we'll focus on the uh, on the Mitchell uh, uh, stuff that's going on right now, since there's there's too much to make this any, just any, a pure general injury show. <laughs> but uh, Mitchell, I, an extraordinary 2023 rookie year. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it, it. I struggle to remember another time when we caught lightning in a bottle, <laughs> you know, the way that, the way that we had with that, uh, with, with Mitchell and just his explosiveness, uh, tackle breaking ability, which was a pleasant surprise and vision. And, um, you know, and just also, you know, obviously a feel good story with his father's ties to, um, uh, to, to the Ravens and, and being part of such an important, uh, play in Ravens history, um, against the Titans. So it's it a feel-good story until it wasn't. You know, it's 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 heartbreaking into a, a otherwise wonderful season. Yeah, I I think you know I've been posting a few things on like this, but I want to kind of collect them here and and talk a little bit through this. But the Ravens, um, uh, Mitchell, when you look at all the seasons of forty plus carries, and and originally I was just looking at rookie seasons of forty plus carries and try and find you know who had done anything similar to Mitchell, and then I said, wait a minute, all running back seasons of all time, any year of 40 plus seasons. Mitchell had 8.3, 8.43, sorry, yards per carry. That is the second highest total in NFL history for a back of any tenure 
with 40 plus carries. And the only guy who's ahead of him currently might not be by se- by season end, and that's Devon A. Chain of the of the uh, Dolphins. Ravens have something to say about that. In fact, um, Devon A. Chain is at 8.51. Season's still in progress, and certainly could fall behind uh, uh, Mitchell. I think that would be the expectation. Yeah, it would be nice if we could uh, if we could bring that average down a little bit. Uh, you know, do it uh, do it for do it for Keaton. Yeah, there you go. Um, there's more about this season. I also wanted to look at some of the advanced stats like Devoa. Uh, on this to see how he's done. And one thing that really uh, stands out is his 68.1% success rate. Now, what I have for DeVoa is only for 2020 through 23 that I can get from the FTN website. By the way, great resource. It's where the Football Outsiders material um, migrated to when Aaron Schatz went there. Um, But they have a 68.1% success rate on his carries. And that basically is looking at it and saying how many of his carries were wins based on down and distance and the yards he gained. Second best um, to Elijah Mitchell, 2022, who had in the 40s in terms of character also uh, carries also for the for the uh, 49ers. So uh, just fascinating in terms of that, in terms of the the the, the success rate. It's not the only statistic. Um, where he's really outstanding. It did you did it feel like as we went through this that his success rate was that high? It did feel like there were a lot of eight, nine, ten yard runs, and you know most of those are going to be successes. But there were also a couple of minus fives in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are, there there are a couple of those, but but you know, I I mean, those numbers are eye opening any any way you slice it. Um, um, but but man, I mean, he he really does pass the eye test too, right? Like he just, yeah. he finds a way. I mean, like, you know, like when he reversed the field on the one yep. run, I mean, just, he is, he is a playmaker. He is extremely dynamic. Um, and you just hope that, you know, I mean, the nice thing is, is that he's, he's very, very young. Um, you know, his, his recovery should be uh, pretty good, you know, uh, you never know with ACLs and things, but, you know, uh, Gus Edwards is, uh, recovered very, very nicely. Uh, and, you know, you can't, you know, uh, you just hope that it's, uh, it, he, he gets back on track and, and continues his career on, 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 a, on a similar pace. Right. Absolutely. Um, I had a few other statistics here. Got to go through these just because, Hey, these are incredible. So I only had 2020 to 2023, so I contacted Schatz directly and asked him, hey, look, if you go back to the beginning of DeVoe history, how many others in 40-plus carries have been as good as Mitchell and A-Chain is the other guy who he was second to in DeVoe over this four-year period from 20 to 23? And he came back at me with me and said, incredibly, those are the two highest in the entire DeVoe era. And in fact, this is the incredible part, there has not been a player otherwise higher than 47% DeVoa, Mitchell at 60.6%, and Devon Achain at 63% this year are complete outliers to the, the historical field of running backs that have been there. So hopefully hopefully the Ravens can bring down Achain's stats some um, when they play them. But uh, uh, just a, a, you know, a remarkable rookie year for uh, uh, Mitchell. And there's one other stat that I'll toss out there. His, his uh, yards above replacement is sitting there at 141 this year, uh, which is only on um, uh, you know 47 carries. Um, but the the 
fewest carries of anyone ahead of him is 72, and that's A-Chain. And the highest rank for anyone with under 72 carries is 90th. So he's 45th in the league um, over the uh, any of the running back years, the 304 running back years from 2020 to 23. And that includes a bunch of guys who had a lot of carries during that time. And the 3.0 DR per play um, is ahead of everybody. A-Chain's at 2.83, Elijah Mitchell at 1.91 last year. They're the only two over 1.7 yards above replacement in a in a single season over the last four years. So just a remarkable season. Yeah, let's just hope it's a minor setback for a major comeback. Yeah. All right, there you go. So in, in terms of what we learned from this, from Mitchell's great season, um, you know, one of the things that that I am continually – refocusing on is how much the Ravens need speed to complement Jackson. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I feel like at times the Ravens have uh, as a, as an organization sort of taken for granted um, what Lamar is able to, what, what Lamar is able to bring to the table, not in the sense that, you know, they, they just think it's enough that pretty much any running back that comes in here is going to be successful um, because Lamar's here. And and sure, you know, if you're an NFL caliber running back, you're going to probably do pretty well here. Um, But, uh, but when you, but the thing is, is that, you know, the accurate word to describe term to describe Lamar is force multiplier, right? Yep. And so when you multiply by, you know, it's better to multiply by a bigger number. By a large number, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah than a lesser number. So, you know, when you're, when you are, you know, when, when Lamar is freezing uh, defenders in their tracks and somebody is able to be such a sudden athlete and just, you know, completely, you know, flip the field the way that, um, uh, you know, horizontally, uh, the way that, uh, uh, that Keaton Mitchell is able to, you know, all, all the more, you know, reason to do that. And, and quite frankly, it's not just his raw talent and his, uh, its ability. It's, it's how he complements the other running backs stylistically. And, and, yes. you know, Gus is, Gus is your, and, and all of them are kind of, uh, you know, to some extent, a little bit of tweeners, like they can, they can do, um, a, a lot of stuff, you know, Gus isn't this like slow plotting power back. No, he's actually, I mean, he can reach pretty good top speed. He's pretty slippery, uh, but he is a power back, you know, uh, before, uh, before everything else. And, um, and, you know, Justice Hill is your third down, you know, back. And, uh, you know, it, that having that third dimension is, is important. Yeah, it, it's it's very important, and I I, I kind of think of all all backs in terms of the of their what they do as runners as being some some combination of speed, power, elusiveness, and contact balance. And it's not, it's not just that simple. You know, I'm I'm obviously grouping things when I when I talk about those those four categories, but uh, Mitchell gave a lot of contact balance and a lot of speed in terms of what we saw. There was a lot of ability to run through tackles. That was the that was the big surprise about him, and that was the thing. I don't. I think if 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 NFL scouts had any inkling that he would be that type of back at this level, then I think he would have he would have certainly been drafted. I don't know what round he'd been drafted in, but he's certainly been drafted. Um, but the Ravens, uh, you know, to the Ravens' benefit, uh, you know, he he lasted and uh, and was still around. But I'm 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 with you that you really need to have. Um, it's it's you're you're putting a 
uh, normally a, a, a good player or an okay player put in excellent circumstances can turn in a, a really good performance. And the Ravens have gotten that from a lot of running backs since Lamar got here. A great running back put in a great personal circumstance. That's what you really want. That's where you catch lightning in a bottle and get an outrageous outlier performance like the Ravens did from Mitchell. Yeah, and and you know it's you know it seems pretty obvious, but you know then when you can put on people put people on the field where the you know the defensive coordinator is like, all right, we need to pay attention to that guy, right? Uh-huh. The more the most number of people that you can put on the field, I mean, the better. And you know you know that's actually something that the um, that the forty ers who will be facing uh, this upcoming uh, week have have made their living doing in recent years. It's it's been more than forty years now since the Bill James Baseball Abstract first came out, and that was one of the books that really kind of shaped me as a baseball fan growing up and whatnot. Uh, but it was it was a it was a book I look forward to every year, and 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 um, uh, one of the things he did one year in the book was talk about what sort of marginal players do well in this ballpark for each team, and and he was and he was talking about that, and I'm thinking this is exactly the kind of context question the Ravens need to be asking about a player about everybody but 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 about running backs in particular is what sort of marginal characteristics can we live with and still derive value from in terms of of uh, running backs and you know I think the Ravens will be looking for pure speed guys I think you know the word may be out because Miami and and San Francisco are winning with with pure speed guys and the Ravens just had a pure speed guy who shot through the roof this year obviously but the but they I think there's going to be more of an emphasis on speed in the draft period but I think that that the um to the degree that there's some guys who are undersized like Mitchell come from smaller schools like Mitchell um you know there, there may be an opportunity where the Ravens are able to answer that question for themselves I hope they're looking at it consistently yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, the proof is in the pudding. Um, uh, you know, Mitchell is definitely, uh, you know, on a, on a team filled with speed guys has, has distinguished himself. You know, he, he, he pops out, you know, on the screen in a game where you have, you may have a Zay Flowers, Devin Duvernay, Lamar Jackson, you know, all kinds of, you know, top tier athletes doing in, in incredible things. He, he, he is a star. Um, uh, you know, going off of this season and, uh, you know, and it's, it's a tall task to, um, I I don't think they're going to make up for, uh, for his loss, but they can do some things to pivot, uh, a little bit going in, in, into the upcoming weeks. Yeah. Well, there, there may be a guy or two around, but the guy who never really got a chance last year and we don't know what was happening in, uh, in practice, he might have been fumbling consistently. It was Tyson Williams, and he had he had shown real good speed, had the yeah. horizontal burst that the Ravens could have wanted. He obviously wasn't as fast as Mitchell, but he's a fast player. And I, you know, to me, the Ravens' like biggest weakness in recent years in terms of going out and getting some older running backs has been what appears to me to be a familiarity with the mesh point being a consideration. And I think part of that came from the signing of Mark Ingram and how well that worked out. Ingram was a... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details master of the mesh point and didn't have a whole lot of speed when he came to the Ravens. Let's face it. He was a a between the tackles runner who um, just very effective with a great offensive line in front of him and running out of the pistol with Lamar being the horizontal threat to to the field. And that's how that 2019, um, you know, offense was run. Um, And and so then the Ravens said, well, okay, 2020, 21, 22, we're going to, we're going to pick up these geriatric backs. I keep using that word. It's, 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 pejorative obviously but i'm I'm trying to they they keep picking up older backs where i have to guess the thing they really like about them is familiarity and and facility with that mesh point and i think that that needs to stop you you need to you need to you need to figure out how you can teach the mess point and have that be an organizational strength and get whatever guys fit the other characteristics you need, good receivers, good speed, um, you know, what, whatever, whatever other characteristics you want, um, you need to teach the mesh point in-house. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. You shouldn't, you know, it, it, you shouldn't, uh, if you go get a guy because he's good at A, B, and C, you shouldn't try to force your scheme if it's not working um, on that guy and figure out how you can, you know, 
use use that guy to their best ability, right? So if you get a guy because he's a speed guy, but you know match points not working, don't just you know toss him to the you know and say where it's not going to work if you if you need speed. Um, uh, that's sort of tossing out the baby with the bathwater, in my opinion. Um, also, you know, I mean, I guess the other thing I would say is we we lost um, uh, in twenty twenty. One, we lost uh, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards in very short succession. Those are top two running backs. That's a that's a devastating blow to to any running game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, moreover, you know, J.K.'s injury carried it until half of next year, uh, half of the year after that. Um, that's even before his subsequent injury. Um, so, uh, which which sidelined him this year. Um, so it, it it has been you know a, a, a a lot to overcome. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it was more circumstance than anything, but, you know, again, running back is one of these positions where you can, you can go out and find guys that have different, you know, skill sets, even, even late in the year. So maybe the Ravens are better served to do something like that. Yeah. There, I, there, there might still be a guy out there. I think a lot of that, um, uh, depth that's on people's practice squads and whatnot has been exhausted at this point, but we'll mm-hmm. see. I mean, we're in December. It's, it's very, I mean, just try and go out and find a good left tackle or cornerback right now. It's, it's impossible. There isn't anybody left sure, out, yeah. out there on practice squads, but if you, if you try and go out and get a good running back, maybe you've got a slightly better chance. Um, but, uh, but you're, you know, you're not going to find anybody with true raw speed. That's any, anything close to a, a Mitchell or, uh, uh you, you find some other damaged property otherwise, who's, uh, who's out there currently. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, the, um, questions coming out of this obviously is what do the Ravens do for the rest of 2023? And you had some kind of thoughts about that. I want you maybe to start with that and then I'll add a, I'll add one maybe after that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I kind of look to how the Ravens, uh, address the Mark Andrews injury a little bit in terms of what the, it's, it's not a one-to-one comparison, right. Um, but, but, but it may glean, um, g- give us a glimpse of what the Ravens kind of think about this sort of situation philosophically. And then, you know, immediately you saw likely take on the starting, starting role and Kolar has sort of been eyedroppered in, over the past couple of weeks and this past week uh, against the Jags playing, I think the most snaps or, or the most, certainly the most snaps of consequence that he's played um, um, for the Ravens. Um, and uh, you know, or you're starting to see some two tight end sets with, with those guys where you weren't really seeing most of those with Andrews. So, so you're seeing a pivot in terms of, okay, how are we getting tight end production? Like before we were pleased with just having Mark Andrews and wide receivers generally for the most part not not always but now uh you know perhaps we're gonna try to derive some advantage by having you know likely and kolar out there and if we're getting the ball to kolar too then we're not signaling to the rest of the league that like likely is the only receiving threat on the team out of the tight end position yeah i mean i I think i i think that's good um you know and and i boy was i happy to see him get his pick up a second catch on sunday yeah to to get him back involved had a pretty pretty good blocking game i think Uh, you know he was he was in there for a lot more blocking snaps that's been pretty much all he's done um for the last few but the ravens were lining up with a tight end on both sides a lot and it wasn't always ricard it was it was occasionally it was kolar and likely on on the each side of the line of scrimmage so um 
it, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's stuff for him to do. Um, the Hills pass blocking in this game, which is you know the the, the replacement, just at a at a fabulous level, top uh, top notch. Yeah. yeah. Five sets, one chip. As I scored it, that's also exactly what Ricard had. But um, he was, he did, he he had a lot of blocks in the middle. I kind of made this point on the offensive pod: is that when you make a block in the middle as a running back, that's often easier. There is some question of um, getting to the right gap when a linebacker may cross and choose either a say either a gap to blitz through that that running back has to be properly positioned to take care of it but on the other hand when they get into the gap and and correctly assess where a stunt or a or a blitz is coming from they can jump up and use the presence of blocks to their left and right as an assistance to them in stopping a bigger man they don't have to cut block and they can they can go up high hill remarkably staying up high and made good blocks in the middle but he also had a great block on the edge to to uh, to stop when he's out there on an island against a you know a, a larger man because let's face it everybody in the NFL is a larger man than him yeah. and uh, uh, did a great job blocking him so uh, he he really reset the bar as far as my expectations for him in terms of him as a pass blocker and boy do the Ravens need that to work out for the rest of this year. Yeah, I mean you can tell that this is something that he's really been been working on particularly. With the emergence of Keaton Mitchell, like that was the way that Justice Hill was going to provide benefit to this team. Um, and it really, I mean, he, he really did a phenomenal job. I mean, that's probably the second bl- best block from a running back we've had, pass block from a running back we've had this year. Uh, for my money, the number one is uh, um, uh, Gus standing up Miles Garrett. I mean, that, okay. you know, that, that, that was, I mean, he, he completely stood him up and I was like, wow. I mean, just, just completely stonewalled him on a, on, on a play, which I thought was tremendously impressive. All right. Great stuff. Um, now, one of the other things I've heard, and this is a great idea, came from Reddit, wasn't my own, because I, I should have thought of this, but um, Devin DuVernay's on IR right now. I don't know what the prognosis is for him returning. He may already be done for the year, in fact, but he is a speed player and probably the one guy the Ravens have who could who could legitimately move to the backfield. I you know some of this is, is has been very surprising. Aguilar has played a fair amount of tight end this year. You know he's lining up with his feet even, which means I score him as a tight end when I do the offensive line. He's he's you know he's listed that way and he's made some blocks on the end of the line of scrimmage to help chip and whatnot. So he's very versatile. I don't, I wouldn't want to take anything away from a player like him, but the guy who really looks like he could move to the backfield is Devin Duvernay, and if if you could line him up in sidecar and have him running some of the gadget plays in the postseason, maybe it's an alleviation of the pain for losing Mitchell and you get some of that playmaking back. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think the Ravens will definitely explore, uh, you know, a few options like uh, Duvernay certainly, I mean, I think he's sort of been in the numbers game. He's been the odd man out. Those numbers are thinning out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it might be, uh, you know, his his role next is to, you know, take on that a little bit. I really uh, just like just like, you, you know, you and I have been sort of playing from the same sheet of music when it comes to um, using. Uh, Flowers. You know, Zay, yeah. Zay on gadget plays like, you know, I, I think, you know, if it's now and again, I, I don't mind it. I don't like it to be a regular a uh, regular occurrence, not just because of the, you know, ability to sort of be injured in those plays, but also just the. You know, he, he brings so much more uh, to you as a, as a downfield receiving threat. 
Um, and um, so, so I hope they don't go that route and they can also kind of work together to um, manufacture sort of a quick pass uh, game. I mean, I think, you know, against the Niners, I think they're going to have to get the ball out pretty quickly. We've got an undermanned offensive line, no matter no matter how you slice it. I mean, I you know, it, it's very likely that at least one of our tackles is going to be <laughs> not going to be playing next week. Uh, you know, could be uh, you know nightmare scenario. We could be down both of them, right? So, but no matter what, uh, against that defensive line, Lamar's going to have to get out the ball very very quickly, and they're going to have to have an effective run game. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think they're gonna they're gonna have to find out. It's a it's it's a it's a very difficult test for the Ravens. And kind of the way it, what it reminds me of is that 2012 in season game against the um, Broncos, where they got absolutely crushed. And then people thought, you know, they're they're not going to be able to go beat the Broncos. But of course, when you look back, the in season game they had everybody, you know, sidelined for that game. Yeah. Yonda and a whole bunch of other players were. And they, but the in the uh, in the postseason game, of course, they were they, they went into Denver something like nine point dogs, and they they played their hearts out and 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 got that game won. But the uh, uh, I, I would feel the same way this time. I mean, this looks this is set up for the for the 49ers to have a pretty big game against the Ravens. An awful lot of things are wrong, and if you wanted to have that game that would go really wrong in terms of. Um, uh, the pass rush getting to Lamar and Lamar having a really bad game with two or three interceptions. Um, they could, I, I could easily see that being this week, you know, forced to do things that he hasn't had to all year, specifically play from behind um, against the 49ers, which, which could make things, uh, it could definitely make things get ugly. But I don't think it necessarily has a, um, a huge uh, predictive impact on what might happen in a Super Bowl matchup between these two, where presumably, um, teams would be more healthy. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's, there's a ton of time between between uh, you know this coming week and the, and, and the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and hopefully we would uh, lock down that um, number one seed and uh, give give some of our players a little bit more time to uh, kind of get right in, in the health department. Um, I guess all I could say is you know comparing these past couple seasons to this one. You know, number eight's healthy. That's the biggest difference. That's a universe of difference. Um, I think when Lamar's in there, uh, you know, he can he can extend plays with the best of them. He can, you know, make make a play that. I mean, right the 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 Jags defender just. I mean, that's that's on an all time reel for Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. The Jags defender just on top of him, just being like, how, right. like yeah. you know, you know. So uh, so you know. I, I wouldn't o- underplay the loss of Keaton Mitchell. I think, you know, it, 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 a talent deficit is a talent deficit, right? We definitely are not as talented this week as we were last week, you know, uh, with, with the loss of him. Uh, but I do think that, um, you know, the Ravens have found a lot of different ways to win on offense. Um, and I think that they are, they're capable um, of, of adjusting. And, uh, you know, that, that worked against this week. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, fine show. We'll, we'll try to leave it there on a little bit of a positive note in terms of looking to the to the uh, uh, rest of 2023 without Keaton. Uh, Slava, always a pleasure doing the show with you. Where can folks talk, talk football with you online? I'm on Twitter at Slava Cooperstein. That's S-L-A-V-A-K-U-P-E-R-S-T-E-I-N. All right. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up. DMs are always open on Twitter. If you like our show, 
hit a subscribe button if you're listening to this on YouTube. Uh, and please, uh, if you don't mind taking the time, write us out a nice 50, 50 word, five star review out there on uh, Spotify or whatever your podcast of, app of choice is. And that'll help drive, drive more traffic to this show. I always appreciate if you can do that. For Slava Cooperstein, this is Ken McCusick saying goodbye. And we'll talk to you next week on One Last Thing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.